Welcome to a belated This Is Cheaper Than Therapy. Um, it's been a minute, hasn't it? Uh, I'm not really sure why, to be perfectly honest. I um, I had some stuff on, like I've always got stuff on, I'm always complaining about doing stuff, aren't I? That's why what I say to you whenever I don't do podcasts. Um, but yeah, there's fucking... Oh, I didn't really... Mm, oh, sorry, I did one of those horrible neck perps then, I hope I don't know if that got picked up or not. If it did, I apologise. Um, I've not really had much to say. I thought we were going to have a really good chat about the um, Ghislaine Maxwell case. But um, the, nothing's really come out about it, has it? You know, it's 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 so... I mean, I don't get me wrong. I realise there's avenues you can go down to find this stuff out. But fuck me. It's, it's pretty suppressed, isn't it? I thought... I thought it would be much closer to mainstream news than that. I mean, what all, all we've really been doing is looming over the threat of more lockdowns in the UK. That's been fun. Um, I've got some news. I uh, I have COVID. Um, yeah, well, it's very strange. I have a story. Um, a friend of the podcast and contributor, Susie, was um, tested positive about 12 days ago, I think she got out yesterday, so yeah, today would be like 12 days ago, um, and I was out with her the night before she um, she tested positive for having the Rones. Now, I already had a cold anyway, I've, I've been carrying this cold now for oh, about 10 days, something like that, and um, I, I did a like did the normal things like tests and stuff like that you know i wasn't particularly worried about it if i'm perfectly honest but um i go into old folks homes and stuff like that now and again to paint windows so um i wanted to make sure that i wasn't gonna take anybody down with me uh but yeah i was clean for a week of testing um oddly enough that when she came out of uh isolation yesterday i spoke to her the day before this saying oh we'll meet up and go for a coffee now now you're out if you want and that was the plan until the next day i had to go and help out my father to restart my mother's car so i went around to my dad's we went around uh, around to my mum's house doing doing stuff to make her car go fast uh because it was still and um i when i was in my dad's house i saw he had lateral flow tests now I had a headache, and your boy doesn't get headaches. And that was the, the like, genuinely, you know, people say, say like, little red flags that they have with their bodies where they know something's wrong. And, um, yeah, I, I had a headache. I had a headache for two days. Like I say, I don't get headaches. I have a headache now. Um, So I thought, oh, I've done loads of doctoral flow tests. I'll just do another one just in case. So, did myself a lateral flow test. Now, 
I um, uh, I was shocked to see that uh, underneath the control, the C for control, uh, the T for test, I believe, uh, had a big old fucking red line on it. Big, thick jobby. Like, big, thick old red line there. I thought, oh, fuck. And like I say, I'm not particularly worried about myself. More of the people, like, let's be perfectly fucking honest about this. The uh, It's definitely fucking old people up. Which regardless of how we feel about restrictions, which I'm not, you, you know I'm not a big fan of, um, you know I'm not, I, I don't think we should have, if we should have locked down, we should have locked down for half the amount of time in the first lockdown until we knew what was going on. There never should be, a, there never should have been a lockdown after the first lockdown, and there should be never talks about doing it again. Um, but yeah, so I was more thinking about older people because, like I say, it's fucking them up, isn't it? So yeah, I felt. I mean, yesterday I felt particularly coldy. I haven't really got a cough. I've got a like a runny nose. I had a cough yesterday, and um, I can feel myself slightly more breathing in. Like my my breathing's fine, but I can. I'm definitely more conscious of well, especially talking like this where you have where you're talking with big sentences. I'm. Uh, you can probably hear it. Actually, I'm. I'm definitely drawing more in, more breath in than I I normally would do. But that's fucking fine. Your boy can hold his fucking breath for three and a half minutes. I'm basically a superhero. Um. So. Yeah, I felt worse yesterday when I and a little bit. Of me wonders what how much of that was psychosomatic. But I'm. This is this is something else I wanted to talk to, which we'll get into later. Um. But yeah, so I, I was I was definitely I was definitely worth yet worse yesterday than I am today. Um, but the the weird thing about the whole process was, so I did my lateral flow test on in the morning, by eight o'clock in the morning, yesterday, which is uh, it is Thursday, the day before Christmas Eve, um, and I I did three of them to make sure. I'm not a big one for doing the tests. I don't particularly fucking like doing the tests, but I was that shocked because, like I say, I have had to go in and out of places with with sort of vulnerable people about. And um, I hope that doesn't ping on the uh, on the on the podcast. I just got a notification about a Mac update. Sorry about that if it does ping, but we're here now. Um. <coughs> um. So yeah, so I did three of the bad boys, and they were all, all the same, exactly the same. Like, ah, oh, fuck it. Um, so then I did two in my father's house because he had a few. Then I thought I'd be a bad batch. I only feel like I've got a cold. So um, I whizzed down. I didn't like have any contact with my mother, but I just I knew she had lateral flow tests in, so I whipped in the back door, r- grabbed myself a lateral flow test, and got the fuck out of there. Uh, didn't did one of the ones she had there. It was fucking positive again. So right, ah, fuck it. So the rules in the Isle of Man. This is the rules as far as our chief minister has has done. Our chief minister is like our prime minister, which is like your king, lord, or god. Um. So we now only have to if you test ne- uh, you, a lateral flow test is positive of a COVID test. You don't have to have a PCR test. Um, I believe parts of that are getting removed there's varying stories about it about the fda removing approval for the 
PCR test? I mean, we, I think we're all pretty sure that it's fairly flaky now, aren't we? Which, I mean, we're talking about lateral flow tests. It's not like they're fucking gospel. But, um, yeah, so if you do a positive lateral flow test, you uh, go online. I'm for the for the sake of like laws, I went online. Um, you register your test, which I absolutely one hundred percent did, and I'm not lying to anybody. Um, and then you just need two positive tests over forty eight hours. So this is the fucking crazy part, people. I went from having these big old thick lines eight o'clock in the morning when I and like bear in mind like the, there was a reason I did a test like I've I've had this cold on board now for like I say for about 10 days but yesterday I was I was rough I I rough for a cold that's what I mean like rough for rough for a cold good for the flu somewhere in the middle um and uh I forgot what I was gonna say that's fucking COVID mind block, isn't it? Blame the roads. Long COVID. I've got fucking long COVID. Um, so I did the did, did these three tests in the morning. I thought, all right, fuck it. Went home. Thankfully, the next box sale on. Bought myself Resident Evil The Village, didn't I? Thinking I was going to be in fucking lockdown for six days or something like that till it disappeared. So through the day, felt, felt better. I doubled my... Like, I'm pretty good for taking vitamin supplements anyway. You know, I do. I've got to do a good... Good multivitamin, a separate zinc one, um, separate vitamin D one, a turmeric, garlic, and black pepper uh, one, uh, which I to be put right. I I don't know if any if I've discussed this on the podcast, but one of the pills I used to ha- I used to have to have uh, because of my kidneys um, gave me gout. I, I used to get gout like quite quite regularly and quite badly and um there was one, one of the listeners on this podcast told me to try um apple cider vinegar which helped a lot but didn't sort of it didn't replace the medication i didn't like taking the medication because the um it it screws with something because if you miss it you get gout really badly like it it sort of comes back on you and after doing some research i started taking turmeric and that has completely replaced the medication I was on for gout. Not only is it not only is it stopped the. I mean, I'm I'm a big guy. I am, I'm I've probably I'd probably I'm probably like fucking five stone overweight on a chart. If we look at um, sent what what I consider sensible body weights for somebody, I'm probably two stone overweight for what we would consider normal human you know if you're if you're if, if you're looking at a chart which wants me to turn into like a stick thin athlete uh which is is never fucking gonna happen i'm far far too fucking broad and lazy for that um so yeah i'm probably a couple of stone overweight i'm six foot two so i'm 38 nine years old so obviously like in the mornings my uh when i when i first got up sometimes my ankles hurt a little bit sometimes my knees hurted hurt a little bit um the turmeric seems to have sorted that between the turmeric and got cod liver oil and that that other thing that begins with a c um charl i can't i can't say it i can't i can't even i can't remember it to say it. i know it begins with a c and it it's a big long word and uh, I'm, I'm not sure what it is but it's apparently it's good for the soft tissue between your bones but yeah that's like i don't really have any sort of the beginnings of any old man aches and pains now um but back to the covid 
the uh, I uh, as soon as I realised I, po- uh, I was positive, I nailed up to my vitamin D, which I, I take vitamin D every day anyway, uh, up the zinc, and essentially devoured my way through my own body weight in fresh apple, uh, fresh orange juice. Um, I started to feel better throughout the day, um, to the point where yesterday evening I felt right oddly well. Like, I still had a cold. Like, I feel oddly well now, considering that I felt so rubbish yesterday. Um, And I thought, let's just do another one of these fucking lateral flow tests, shall we? So this is about 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I do a lateral flow test, and my big old thick red line is now very faint, very faint, like like when a teacher's biro is running out when she's marking your work. You know, obviously I always got the red pen. Um, so I thought, oh, that's interesting. So I, I I don't have a limited, limitless supply of lateral flow tests. So I thought, well, do, I've got enough to do another one later on before I go to bed. So I carried on with my day, played some more Resident Evil. Uh, carried on with my fucking stunning season on the uh, Formula One 2020. Uh, I still haven't bought the 2021 game. I uh, I was close yesterday, but it feels like a waste of money now. It feels like I should just wait till... Uh, sorry, it's the 2020 game. 2020? What? Yeah, it feels like I should just wait for 22 now. Um, so then I went to bed. I, I was supposed to do Alien Addict last night. If any, I know I shared it and stuff like that. I know I was, I was billed to be on it. But um, I don't know about you guys, but sleep for me is massive with catching colds like the um i know if i if i have a late night and even down to what i drink like if i i'm i'm generally okay if i drink beer if i drink spirits and i have a late night i'm sick the next day i've I've definitely got a cold there's for whatever it is is like sleep is so important to my immune system it's it's incredible so um last night i went to bed at like 11 o'clock half 11 which is kind of like my normal my normal time to go to sleep knowing that i could uh, i could sleep in this morning without having to get up so uh i that's why i wasn't an alien addict sorry that's fucking racing thoughts here got up this morning um did another lateral flow test and my lateral flow test this morning was negative like just just negative just there just just hanging out just like yeah yeah you've not got covid fella um, have you any idea how fucking insufferable I'm going to be if I beat Romans in fucking 24 hours? I mean, like, and how insufferable? You know how I already feel about it. Fuck me. Um, so yeah, if 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 I'm negative tomorrow, uh, I'll probably do another one this evening just to check it. If I'm negative tomorrow, I'm allowed back into the wild, which is fucking fabulous. So uh, the um, the the virus, which is like were in my eyes the old uh, i i i have a, th- a theory um i have a theory about what's happening and i have a theory about what's going on immediately and what the plans are for the future um immediately i believe there is i'm i'm starting to come round to be perfectly honest i'm starting to come round more to um this this being less clandestine although i do i believe there are actively powers like in in in, like in any situation 
where you have a shake-up in a power structure, for instance, you will have varying like, elements that are vying for that new new position. As soon as there's a vacuum of power, somebody wants to fill it. Um, I believe this Omicron variant is the end of the pandemic very near. Um, I think it's, for most of us, going to be what I've had over the last two days. I th- I have a feeling that I've had it so lightly because I've previously had COVID. Um, I was speaking to a friend of mine who's probably listened to this podcast, um, who's a doctor, and uh, they were telling me that um, lots of like doctors and nurses in the hospital there they're at of um, that have previously had COVID have contracted like Omicron as well. Um, so yeah, that seems to be seems to be a thing. But yeah, I, I wonder whether because obviously like I'm still I'm still hashtag natty. Um, I'm I'm wondering whether I've like knocked over the um, Omicron so quickly because of previous infection with COVID. That's but I don't know. Um, I believe the there are vested interests in countries that have massive stakes in vaccine and pharmaceutical companies that are worried that the Omicron variant will uh, derail the vaccine effort. Um, if people, if people th- thought there was a cold that they could have, that would essentially, if they hadn't already had COVID, if there was a, a week's cold they could have, which would essentially give them some sort of natural immunity towards Rones, um, I would... I would question the sanity of somebody that would prefer to take a pharmaceutical product over catching something and recovering from it when they pretty much knew they were safe from it. You know, so I mean, anybody, (coughs) anybody sort of my age, younger, probably 50s, you know, the, I think there's been a massive, um, orchestrated psychological campaign on the on the United Kingdom to convince them that the Omicron Omicron is more ser- serious than it is. Um, I believe the um, I could be wrong, and I I hold every fucking right in the world to be wrong. I had a conversation with someone like this the, about this the other day. I was saying like, I genuinely the the difference between me and and I think to be perfectly honest, most of us that are say like either vaccine hesitant or COVID skeptics, that sort of thing. Um, I, th- I feel, even though there are zealots out there that are 100% cast iron in their views, when I speak to people that are confused about the situation right now, I find those people have a more malleable outlook, whereas there are much, it's much more prevalent to be for the... Um, like vaccine aficionados out there to be, I mean, to be perfectly honest, pretty fucking rude, if I'm fair, um, and or, and not open to any to discussion. I think I've already said this on the on the podcast. Like the, um, it's because they need me to be wrong. Then they need they they, they need the hesitant to be wrong because, um, if if I'm wrong, and it's all fine. I can literally, literally walk in somewhere without without 
previously even fucking checking my medical history, I can walk into a vaccine centre and get jabbed. I think that's fucking weird, if I'm perfectly honest. Given the fact that whenever I used to have a like a drug uh, prescribed to me by my doctor, they would look at my medical records to make sure I could have it. I find it fucking weird that we do that we're doing this with this thing. Um, but yeah, I I think to in order to make the most amount of money in a short period of time, people have had to be scared into thinking that this that there is a need for this booster for the Omicron variant, and I'm not I'm not convinced for the vast majority of the public that that's the case. I still believe that there is a place for these vaccines at the minute. Who knows what the what time will tell me in another twelve months? But um, that so that's what I think's going on at at the moment. From where we stand right now, is this is worrying the people that have mass that essentially have already made fucking millions and pharmaceutical companies which have already made billions. But it doesn't matter, does it? it doesn't matter to these massive corporations because all they care about is giving shareholders dividends. Um. What I think is going to happen in the long run, which scares me, is I think we're headed into, and the more the more we talk about vaccine passports, and the more we talk about um, the like people not being able to go places and do things, which makes no fucking sense. It really doesn't. I mean, I know the people could turn around and say, "Oh yeah, well, it's you're you're less likely to um, spread the virus if um, if you're vaccinated," which could very well be true. I've, I'm still yet to see. I mean, I've, there are articles on it, but I'm still yet to see something that's give that's given me like that. Oh, okay, you got it. You that's fucking, you got me. You that that that's fair fucks that you can have it. I I'm still yet to see it. Uh, I mean, I can I get the idea of if you if you get it. Uh, and you're vaccinated, that you have it less time, so you're less likely to spread it. In my experience of my friends which have had uh, COVID, that doesn't seem to be the case. Most of my friends are still doing the, the 10 days sort of things. None of the absolute savages have knocked it out in 24 hours yet. But, um, yeah, the... um. It just seems to be, it seems to be flaky on how, on how much it stops the spread. That's all. And even the, I was I was watching a thing the other day. With the, again, if you're not watching Dr. John Campbell on uh, uh, YouTube, you you missing out. Like, guys, he's been really good all the way through this. Like really leveled, really like, and quite open to change his opinion on things as well. Like he's, um, it. He's a good source for just for filtering like medical data, and he was explaining how natural immunity, um, the receptors in your throat and nose, that uh, natural immunity can stop the uh, stop the virus replicating in your uh, in your nose and throat, whereas that doesn't happen with the. Um, with the vaccine, because it's, it's, I don't know, because I'm not a fucking doctor, but he explained it really well, he did it on a YouTube video, you should go and watch Dr. John Campbell. Um, but what I feel is going to happen with the vaccine passports, and this is why I, do, I don't think the jab is, I think the jab is 
being pushed so heavily because um, there's a lot, there's a lot of money being made from it. But I think it's just a one step towards having real like what we what we used to call normal life. And what we call normal life right now in the Isle of Man, because there's no vaccine passport, so I should say everything's normal here. Um, I think we're going to get outside life, say, on a Netflix subscription, where you have your little app on your phone, you get your jab, and your phone tells you you can stay outside for three months. And then three months' time, you've got to get another one. Uh, It's going to turn people into cash cows. Now... What I worry about that is, is what, I mean, we have a health service. And at the moment, places like America and Australia and stuff, these jabs are free. These jabs won't be free every forever. I can't, I just imagine that, right? Imagine a jab without a health service. And we know how much pharmaceutical companies cost. Also, the market dictates the price of things. Imagine how much you would have to pay for the product that allowed you to live your life normally. That's fucking, like, that's Huxley shit. That's terrifying to me. And that's the way, that's genuinely the way I see it going. This is why I don't believe the, uh, for for people like me that don't want to, I'll, I'll, to be I'll, I'll level here with why I don't want to take the vaccine. I don't know if I've spoken about this properly on the podcast before. Um, it's two reasons. One, um, I, I could, right? I've always liked conspiracy theories, and this is the thing. I, I was speaking to someone the other day, where she was say she, she was saying to me, "How come it's?" And she, don't get me wrong, this was not a mocking thing. She agreed with me. Um, how come it was conspiracy conspiracy minded people? which are, for want of better words, awake to what's going on. I fucking hate the word awake for things like this, but it's it's just a bit all-encompassing. Everyone understands it. Um, And it's because we've been looking for this sort of stuff for ages in the same way as I imagine it's going to be a stargazer that first sees a spaceship from a different planet. You know, it's because it's you're, you're looking for these things. Now, the difference is, and this is why I get quite depressed by this, to be perfectly honest, because I used to love downloading conspiracy podcasts. Now it's just coronavirus. I just, I, I, I didn't have to buy it, but I would fucking love on a Sunday afternoon, hangover in hand, uh, sticking YouTube on when YouTube was cool, and um, watching fucking David Icke chat fucking crazy talk about reptilians i know what you're gonna say no well damien nothing that come true no, that's fine you're right he's um him and alex jones have both for over a decade been talking about mass vaccination programs that would lead us into some sort of orwellian hellscape are they did they did they call this right or is it just a salacious claim that is conspiracy porn? And it, and, and essentially something that's kind of got precedence. You know, it's uh, in real history when you look at uh, how the Jews were treated in the Second World War. In the uh, in science fiction, there's always like a, an upper class and an underclass. And in I mean, realistically, if you, um, it's not far away from a brave new world. What you know, the the type of dystopian future we fear 
I'm not going to say walking into, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of pushback about it at the minute. Apart from protest, I mean, Jesus Christ, um, the protests in London were fucking amazing. I, I don't think it's any... Um, I don't think there's any accident that the um, the protesters almost got violent against the police outside um, uh, outside Westminster and the very next day, like the morning of next day, Boris Johnson started contemplating lockdowns. Um, I, f- I feel the proles got too close to the party on that night. Um, but yeah, this, this, this idea that we could be headed into a world where you you need to continually pay for your for your freedom seems to be um seems to me to be a realistic a realistic outcome from where we are also i think we need to start tying this in with the uh, climate crisis um because and i i genuinely don't know what to say like it's 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 a difficult conversation to have this because if you um if you turn around, if someone starts turning about this, you go, well, I'm not sure. And they go, oh, you have climate change. And I go, no, no, I really think we have a impact on the planet. I think pollution's a real problem. Um, more interested in what's in the sea than what's in the air, if we're fucking perfectly clear. But um, I feel that the people that are in charge the, of this situation, which I genuinely believe are the people like Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, um, there was a leaked paper that was published between Klaus Schwab and the president of Belgium, I think. Uh, Prime Minister of Belgium, maybe. Not sure. Anyway, Chocolate King. He um, he was well, having a back and forth about, and Klaus Schwab was explaining to him the importance of uh, implementing policies that benefited the Great Reset. And, you know... This time last year, when I said Great Reset to people, and I mean, don't get me wrong, it wasn't me. I didn't uncover the Great Reset. It was just fucking obvious. It was on the World Economics Forum's fucking website. Um, but it, it was quickly turned into a conspiracy theory. Yeah, you know, And then there was an article yesterday on the BBC saying, how conspiracy theorists co-opted the Great Reset. You go, no, we fucking didn't, motherfucker. We just noticed it. And use uh, branded as com- uh, conspiracy theorists for talking about it. Um, I'm sorry. I I properly I properly snuffled into the microphone, didn't I? I properly snorted then into the uh, into the microphone. That was horrible. That was absolutely horrid. I I apologise. Um, but the thing is, if so, if you want to cut out climate change. If you if you want to cut out this CO, uh, uh, carbon emissions, sorry, then having periods of lockdown, lockdown for everybody, having sporadic independent lockdowns for individuals, i.e., I haven't got the three thousand pounds to pay for my freedom this month. I'm gonna have to stay until next month. Um, I can see that being appealing to some of these people. And the other thing would be, is I, I think you could even, like, look at the way some people have been fucking, like, mind-fucked over this. I think you could turn it into a positive, like, for people. And I don't think it is a positive, but I'm saying this is how you could sell it. You would sell it by hinting, nudging, if you will, 
uh, people into thinking, it's fucking shit in January. February's not much better. You could just stay in. You could stay in and save your, save your, save your job money. You don't need to do anything. And you can you imagine the amount of people. If you were still allowed to, like, say, go shopping or go to go to work, I think there would be a crazy amount of people that would go, oh, well, I'm, I'm saving money. I'm saving money by doing this. I don't need to go out. Obviously, hospitality would die, uh, which I half think is probably one of the aims over this whole, whole thing, is that if you... Small businesses seem to be under attack, and uh, they have been for years, but in a much more vicious way. You know, we've we've supported the destruction of local shops with Amazon and massive companies. I mean, even I mean, this, this is crazy, isn't it? This is this is how like, especially Amazon. Amazon's like a freak, isn't it? But this is how prevalent so like Amazon is. The fact that they're so big. Massive companies like Curry's are under threat from Amazon. You know, it's like the, so. Amazon's like this whole new thing. And don't get me wrong, I have a fucking box behind me with my mother and father's Christmas presents in from Amazon. I have no fucking solution to this, but that shit was cheap. Uh, so yeah, I'm not fucking helping the situation in what at all. But I do. I feel like we're we're, we're going to move into this world where there is fewer companies providing more things and the problem that's it's like the it's it's the opposite of um uh it's the opposite of like a free market isn't it it's strange you know it's it, if we if if the if the world is literally literally monopolized from everything we do from what we buy to what we um to, to whether we can go outside to what pharmaceuticals we literally have to take because if we don't take them we can't do the things we want to do it's fucking crazy the only issue i've got with this is i don't understand if this was the um if if this was the 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 end game is the um is the vaccine side effects that people have had. My mother, uh, today is the first time uh, in 10 weeks she's been able to walk enough to go and do some shopping. Even then, to be perfectly honest, I don't think she's even well enough to do that. I think she's just doing it because she wants to go and buy my son a Christmas present. Um, she's still in an awful lot of pain, and that's from her first vaccine. And I know, like, people keep saying, oh, yeah, but it's rare. I don't fucking care. It's like, that's the... It's The problem is, I'm, I'm tired of this it's perfectly safe talk. I'm tired of it. If you look at... We've already discussed on this podcast the fact that there are, um, like, two million um, more adverse reactions... Over the past year, I don't. I realise an adverse reaction can be a headache or a sore thumb. I get that, um, but when you look at the fact that there's like over two million more adverse reactions this year to that jab than there has been for the flu vaccine since its inception, I mean that's not fucking conspiracy talk. That's a chart from the World Health Organization. Um, like that. Let's just say, like, don't. 
let's say let's just at least admit there's a risk to it i don't i don't i i mean most of my friends have been vaccinated i know i know a handful of people um that have had a uh, adverse reaction my my father not a single adverse reaction to any jab like not not a not a headache <coughs> not um waking up feeling a bit fluey like some people have done not even a sore arm my dad has had his two jabs and his booster he is 75 um he is he he has had nothing from it um my un- uh, my uncle oh sorry not my uncle he's a cousin i'm not sure he's it's one of the strange cousins that he, cousins that you just call uncle um he's had a pain in the side of his head uh, ever since he got his first vaccine. It just won't go away, like a like a migraine in the side of his head. I told him he should go and get it checked out, but he probably hasn't done it. But it's just been there for fucking ages. Um, you know, and I'm sure some of these things are misdiagnosed as well. You know, it's, and there's, I'm sure if I woke up one morning and I was sore, I, I, I'd had my jab and I woke up with a fucking migraine or something like that. I'd be convinced it was the jab that had done it to me. But um, I just feel sorry for people. Like there's even there's a group on Facebook now. It's got over a hundred members on it, I think. Um, which is and fucking tons of stories of vaccine side effects just on the Isle of Man alone, like a collection of of them. Uh. I think that's that's why I find disingenuous from people. I find it disingenuous when people say, "Oh, well, it's perfectly safe." And you go, nah, "Okay, it's safe-ish. Say it's perfectly safe-ish. I'll be happy with that." I don't. I don't want to scare people unnecessarily, but um, I feel that when you've got people going around, because people turn around and say, "Oh, yeah, well, misinformation can be fucking damaging." Yeah, well, misinformation damaged my fucking mother because. She she didn't want it really. She didn't. She wasn't too keen on the idea of getting it. Um, she got the first one because it was because of pressure from her friends going. Oh yeah, well it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, and it's not. It wasn't the case for her. Anyway, it's lovely. It's Christmas. I'm hoping I get a negative test again tomorrow, and I can still have Christmas Day with people I like. And I'm not going to do it all on my own. Um. Uh, we will be back in the new year. Um, hopefully, see, the, I mean, the whole idea of this podcast was to was to cover like kooky, weird things, wasn't it? But fuck me, the the like the kooky, weird thing is just like one thing, which is just dragged on now for two fucking years. Um, two weeks, two weeks to flatten the curve. By the way, two weeks, one more jab, another. Another couple of weeks, probably after Christmas. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm still going to do this podcast. I am ever more looking at pulling the plug on Musty Audio because the everything else I do gets better. Like from like popping something on YouTube to um, doing the Formula One podcast, um, everything I do gets better numbers when it's not on must-see audio. So I'm still I'm still convinced that after the podcast I did that with Courtney, that somehow that, that podcast is blacklisted, like, or it's not being served to people, or there's, uh, there is something 
maybe it's been delisted. I, I'm not sure. It's, it, there is something going on with my podcast, which is why lots of people, and the same amount of people aren't getting it anymore to the tune of fucking thousands. Um, so I'm thinking of pulling the plug on Musiorio's brand. The patron will still be there. I'm not. I'm not moving the patron. Um, but we might run forward with essentially the same content. Let's be perfectly honest. It's still going to be me doing it, but we might run it as this is cheaper than therapy. That seems to be the best choice for what's going on right now. Um, other than that, if you enjoy what I'm doing, I mean, everything I do goes on, um, uh, goes on to Patreon anyway. So if you've got $2 to spare, go sign up to Patreon, then if it does move, you get everything I do anyway. That's You can have my heart and soul for less than what it costs you to get a Big Mac. That is fucking crazy. Also, McDonald's chimed in on the vaccine, telling everyone they should get the vaccine to stay healthy. Yep, McDonald's, that famous health company. Um, so yeah, if you want to go to Mussy Audio on Patreon, sign up for that. You'll get all my stuff. Um, I think you can search, search Lee Stevens Content Creator for it as well. Um, that's fine. Do it. Helps me. Um, I'll be around, around on all the social medias at a total shouldn't, as you all probably know. And I will see you in the new year. I hope you have the best Christmas, no matter what you're doing. And uh, turn the fucking TVs off. Turn the TVs off. Don't watch the Queen's speech. Don't watch the news and just fucking enjoy it. Go, go on YouTube and stick what If you haven't got a fire in your house, if you have got a fire in your house, like put a snow scene on your telly on YouTube. Like, what, like so it's like an extra window looking out into some sort of fucking Canadian winter wonderland. Do that with your telly. Um, if you don't have a fireplace in your house, put a log fire on it. Right, that's much better. It's much better than listening to fucking... Do me horrible fucking news 24 hours a day. The best thing I did was was cancel live television. I'm convinced of it. Um, I didn't speak about this. Fuck, I meant to. I'm convinced that there's more people... Sorry, I'm not convinced. I'd like to see proper research done by people that aren't fucking podcasters into this um, about what difference anxiety is on people with COVID because I've I've had panic attacks before. Like I... um, I went through a couple of years of my life where I was having panic attacks. I know what they feel like. I know your chest is tight. I know you can't fucking breathe. Now, if you have a fucking respiratory illness and you've also been fucking psychologically battered for two years by uh, by the media telling you that if you get this respiratory illness, you will die, um, I wonder what that does to somebody. Right, we know placebos work on people. There must be a reverse version of a placebo. There must be. I don't know what it's called. Anti-placebo. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, if you give somebody a tablet and tell them... Like, I've, I've, I've seen it done to people. I've seen people being given like a, like a paracetamol or something like that and then being told it was like ecstasy. And they didn't, like, I've seen them pretend to come up, and it's only, like, maybe two or three hours later they've finally come to the senses and go, nothing's fucking happened here. I look like a twat. What do you think that's doing to people right now? Anyway, 
that's all that i i'm probably going to come back i've been trying to put into place the formula one season review hasn't been happening probably going to drop a podcast in between christmas and new year talking about lewis hamilton and if he's going to retire so if you like formula one go follow the hot lap podcast on all the things not the social media because i don't do it for social media i mean on your podcast app uh other than that i am lee i am full of rones and it's not been that bad to me see you later bye bye Computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions.